Welcome back to Alarm Vital, where we dive deep into mental health, spirituality, conscious living, and all things for the modern mystics. We're your hosts, Shelves and Mads, who crave divine discussions. But put away that maple syrup because we're not here to waffle. Let's dive straight into today's episode. Hello! <laughs> hey, ladies! <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> it's as you said, we're normal, and then you hit record, and then we get all weird. I can tell. I can see that. <laughs> see Jess is like, "Hello." <laughs> okay, let's just one, two, three. Hum. Professional mode activated. Profesh. We're watching. Me- I was just about to say we're watching Megamind, but that's totally off topic, and we haven't even started yet. it's so weird with Jess sitting next to me don't be embarrassed no okay hello everybody how are you doing cool (laughs) I'm waiting for their reply you know like Dora like Dora like Dora so we have our first guest I'm so excited yes so today's episode is going to be our first interview type conversation um and we've got one of my dear friends <laughs> by force I didn't choose this, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> I have my friend Jez with me and we're just going to be chatting today about all things mental health um her struggle with you know validation because um Jez is in the social media kind of world um and yeah just kind of understand how Jez balances her life because she's a bloody busy gal. I sure am. <laughs> yeah. So, drum roll. Oh, Welcome, Jez. Nice. Hi. How are we today? <laughs> g'day, g'day. <laughs> so, we thought we would start off, usually Shobs and I chat about our week and what our one word is and our go-to. So, we'll still stick with that. So, Shelves, how is your week? And what's your one word? So my week's actually been really good. Like, as I was saying to Mads, I've been really busy lately doing all of this stuff, but I've really tried to put some boundaries in and like log off of social media after nine and like I've got my diary back out and I've been really trying to organise myself. So I feel as if like I'm getting a handle back on my life, which is a great feeling. I'm not so overwhelmed. So I think my word would be happy. Like I just feel in a really good space this morning. Like I don't feel like rushed or stressed or anything like that. Um, So yeah, it's a really good feeling. And um, my go-to this week is going to be just like catching up with friends and having like meaningful conversations. So it's not a product or a book or anything like that like I normally do. I wanted to just do something I guess a bit more just personal so I caught up with two of my like best girlfriends the other day and we just spent like three hours on Skype just chatting shit and like it was the (laughs) most like recharging thing I could have done like I don't think I have felt so like full in a long long time so anyone who's in isolation or feeling like separate from anyone just literally go on FaceTime and just chat shit to your friends. (laughs) That is the best. Um, my yeah, week has yours? been, um, I would say my week's been interesting. A lot of new things have come about. I'm starting to finally, um, get the ball rolling with my business that I've been talking about lately. So I'm just starting to really, um, 
work towards it and not just be so scared of failure. So, yep, I've started planning. I've started designing, blah, 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 ordering. So this is all going to be in the mix. So watch out for that. So my word for the week is probably passionate because, um, yeah. I love that. That's such a strong word. Yeah. And my go-to would probably be actually my essential oils are on at the moment and I literally put them on. When did I put them on? Like three times already, and I've only yeah. stayed for one night. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it just like fills the entire house, and it's just it really settles me. So that would definitely be my go-to. And my favorite blend at the moment is lemon, peppermint, and um, frankincense. Those oh, together is like the perfect scent. So, so that's definitely my go-to. And Jasmine, my week has been interesting to say the least um like Maddie said I'm obviously an extremely busy person it's just part of my nature like that's just who I am I can't not be busy unfortunately (laughs) I don't know how to take a break (laughs) Um, yeah but I've got a lot of things happening at the moment so I've just started up two new businesses oh wow um, but I also work full-time so there's that um and I'm also in the middle of going under a management agreement with um, a consultant for my Instagram page to kind of get more, um, uh, I don't know how to say it, collaboration Paid work. work. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, turn amazing. it into some sort of a business type thing. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah, I think my word for the week would be driven. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I feel like that's my week. I'm sorry, my word for the year, but I'm really resonating <laughs> with the word this week. I love um, that. Yeah, and my go-to at the moment is actually a book I'm not much of a reader but Mm. I love books when it comes to learning new things so the book's called The Kindness Method don't know how to pronounce (laughs) the name of who wrote it um, but I bought it from Kiki K and I think it's Sharu Zaidi is the author so yeah amazing I love that that's so freaking – I honestly, you are like the inspiration. <laughs> I work part-time and I'm like, I don't want to start another business. <laughs> and this bitch has got fucking two businesses. <laughs> I know. I'm going to put your picture on my manifestation board. I'll be like, oh. <laughs> She is the god. So let's try get to know Jez a little bit better because Shelves has no idea who Jez is at no. all. We kind of only semi-met last night. Yeah, I know. Like face-to-face somewhat today I know know. so we thought that we'd ask you like a few generic fire questions Mm -hmm. um so basically just tell us your age relationship work where you live blah 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 all the basic ones okay so I'm 21 years old (laughs) um I am in a relationship as well which is another thing to add to the balance so I've been with my boyfriend for six months um I've actually known him for like four years though oh wow yeah it just somehow came about but funny how things work like that um I work full-time in local government I've worked in local government for three years now so with my job I work in a very small shire office so I've kind of got, I'm wearing a few different hats Mm. for different jobs kind of thing. So I do payroll, I do all the admin work and then I've also, I'm also doing technical services work. So 
that's for the guy who does all the infrastructure and road work. I'm his admin officer, basically. So it's very demanding in itself, yeah, wow. to say the least. But yep, and I live in the country also. So I live in an even smaller town than Maddie. <laughs> Is that even possible? But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The town I live in doesn't even have a general store. Like it's tiny. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it's not too far from Perth. It's only maybe like an hour drive to Perth. So oh, it's pretty cool. good. I know. I yeah. love it when people are like, oh, you live in the country. Oh, so do you get Uber Eats or do you have like Coles? I'm like, no, darling. I said There's that to you. not even a roundabout. Like, oh, we don't have wow. traffic lights. <laughs> I don't remember that time when Mads and I first met and then she was moaning like she didn't want to cook dinner. I'm like, girl, just get Uber Eats. Like, who cares? And she looked at me like, are you stupid? And I was like, oh, I'm from the city. Sorry. <laughs> we, we don't even have like, oh, no, like no takeaway, only like the roadhouse and you can get like Rosie's chicken, which, oh, my God, is the absolute bomb i don't know how i'd survive in the without it without uber yeah. eats or takeout like i'm so and lazy. i'm still unhealthy like i'm so unhealthy and lazy so i don't know how i live <laughs> oh that's i'm so just funny. thankful that steven's mum has a cafe so i can just go in there and be like i'm hungry feed me <laughs> feed me please <sighs> okay so now that we kind of know just a little bit we can. I thought we'd explain how me and Jess met, or we can I'm try to explain. I'm excited to hear this yeah. because I we haven't actually talked about. You know, I don't actually even remember how we met. <laughs> We've just kind of known each other for so long. I feel like because my mum is an EA at school, um, and she's been there for so, oh, so long, like at least twelve years. 12 to 14 years. So, so yeah. Oh, wow. So she works in like our little – so me and – okay, backwards, backwards, backwards. <laughs> me and Jez grew up in the same small town. <laughs> so we went to primary school. Yeah, I think we were probably at the same primary school but maybe for at least a year I didn't really know who you were because you were two years younger I was me. younger. So yeah. Um, but my mum worked as an EA in her class and I feel like that's yeah. how – because I would like – lunch or after school like I'd go to the classroom and then obviously yeah. those kids would still be in there so then mum would like introduce me and like oh okay yeah. and, and because that, it, my mum was a teacher as well so they like our mums kind of knew each other through work as well oh that's yeah. nice and because it's such a small school it, it wasn't like a segregation of your year five you can't hang out with year sevens <laughs> it was like you all kind of hung out together yeah. so I always had older friends because one my mum was with them and two, just because that's just like how it happened, yeah. really. Yeah. And then we went to the same high school, drifted. We did for a while. Yeah. I think that was came in um, due to like our age difference, mm-hmm. which is like it happens it until does, yeah. I suppose I out. Well, this sounds really. I don't mean to sound mean or anything, but yeah, I agree, me. Maddie. Yeah, like, different interests and yeah, yeah. I matured quite fast mm-hmm. after I left school, and then she was still kind of in the school scene. And I just, mm. I don't know. When you leave school, you don't want to go back. You're like, no, no yeah. I'm done with all that drama and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we kind of just like were together, like childhood wise, and then went apart, and then came together, and then went apart, and then it was just like, yeah. And now we're. Besties again. Yeah. I love back. it though. Better, <laughs> baby. If you keep going apart and keep coming back together, like obviously you're going back together for a reason. Yeah, exactly. What I did when I left school, um, which I think a lot of people actually did, is I kind of 
just distance myself from everyone Mm because when you leave school like people don't mature for a while so true now that people are starting to mature I'm like yeah like I can let you back in my life (laughs) we can be friends ready to take you back (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much you've grown up you can come back (laughs) yeah literally yeah Um, what about your mental uh, or spiritual practices at the moment Jess like what have you got in the works to like help with your mental health or um, yeah, so the the whole, like everything you guys are into with spiritual and mental stuff, I love, but I don't, I genuinely don't have the time to mm. do any of it because I just direct my time completely to just everything else I do. But I'm massive on organisation, like my to-do lists, <laughs> I have to-do lists, planners, everything. If I don't set it out, I go insane. Just everything, like I know exactly what I'm doing that whole month and like mm. probably after that I'm just yeah that helps me a lot I love that I'm the same like if I don't have everything written down like my mind feels so busy like even like I've got like a whiteboard and I don't even want to show you guys because it's so scribbly it's just like <laughs> everything I have to have like written down or I've got like a huge mind map on my bedroom wall just of ideas you should see it it's like insane yeah, wow. it's like huge oh my gosh because if I guys, don't if you could see what we're seeing she, she, her whole entire wall is just covered in sticky notes that reminds paper. me of like exam practice like mm. I think that's where it. I got it from from like from uni I used to write like with a whiteboard marker on like my um mirrors in my bedroom so when I was like getting ready in the morning I'd be like reading stuff and I think that's where it like stemmed from is like anything in my mind I need it out on paper so it's like acknowledged I'm like okay I can be free of you now like you know if I didn't do that I would just be busy in my mind all the time yeah yeah, yeah. exactly I you should see Jess has got her to-do list here and it's just like pages and pages <laughs> I and I'm separate just... them that's why like I have a to-do list for one business and a to-do list for the other business and then like every day and get to yeah, wow. eventually are you good at like sticking there. to it or are you kind of like oh this can go tomorrow like um, I'm pretty good with sticking to it, but I, what I normally do is I set my, um, to-do list, like expectations really high. And then mm. that way I'm more likely to push and get more done. And then it's, I'm a bit lenient towards it. Like I, if I don't get something done, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I can do that this day and then push it back. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love that. I wish I, I, I'd like to have that level of organization, but I just, I have so many notepads for everything, <laughs> but I'm more of like an online and journal type gal. Mm. I love organization, but I need to get more planners. <laughs> an excuse to buy stationery, like. Oh, on. I love stationery buying. <laughs> oh my god, I loved buying stuff for school. It was like the best thing ever. The only good thing about school. <laughs> right, and then you just lose it all anyway. Literally. So speaking of school and childhood. Um, Jez, do you want to chat to us about, you know, how your mental health journey has gone from childhood to now, the struggles you faced, um, how you've overcome them, just basically anything that you feel like would be of help, I guess, to others? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I suppose I... I was always like a quietly confident kid. Um, I'm the youngest child and the only girl in my family. So mm, me too, levelous, I feel you. Level of sass was up there. Um, <laughs> but I didn't really come out of my shell with other people I didn't know until probably around year nine, year 10. Mm. And 
yeah, so I was very reserved and didn't have confidence and it took me a long time to get to the level of confidence I have now. And I mean, everyone will always have struggles. That's just, Mm -hmm. it's human nature. But I suppose I just got to the stage where I was like, I don't give a shit about anything anymore. I'm just going to do what makes me happy and I'm going to not care. And yeah. I mean, I had, when I started out with my Instagram, I know for a fact that I had people talking about it behind my back and saying negative Mm. things. And um, I heard about it, but I just was like, no, you know what? Like they're using their own time and wasting it talking about me. Like that says more about them than what it does about what they're saying. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just suppose I just, that was my mentality and now I just still don't care. <laughs> just do what I'm doing. <laughs> but how do you? How did you even mm. get to that point, though? Like how? Because it. I feel like, and if people say that they don't do this, then I reckon that they're lying or fucking so, like self. What I don't know what the word is, but like, how do you not care what people think? Because I feel like it's like our human nature, just like immediately Mm. or is that just me or is that is that just me no I used to be like that a hundred percent I used to think oh my god like oh people are gonna think I'm so weird that I'm posting this even when I started my um my Facebook page because I have family that don't have Instagram so I started a Facebook page to to share my body art and stuff on there um I felt so nervous like to the point where I felt sick about even just sharing Mm. a post on my normal Facebook page about it showing people but it got to a point in town um, at work where people would come in and talk about it, like mums and stuff would say something and like everyone I know through work knows what I do. So I think once you get past that stage of thinking that people don't know what you do, as soon as everyone mm-hmm. kind of knows you have that business or that you're doing that, you, you kind of at ease a bit more. And everything you do feels more normal, I suppose, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, we haven't actually said what you do. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Here I'm just talking about, like, Instagram. So <laughs> if you don't follow Jez, she is an amazing artist. She does, like, body paint, special effects. Um, what else do you do? I do client makeup as well. So I do bridal makeup and uh, probably my two biggest areas of client makeup would be um for ball makeup or formal makeup and um and wedding makeup it's insane like when mad said you're like a makeup artist i thought like just like a beautiful makeup artist and i went on your instagram i was like holy shit like yeah, you weren't playing around think that yeah i was like <laughs> and then i was um i had someone say to me they i can't remember who it was i think it was way back in the days of being like single and then a guy was trying to talk to me and then asked what I was doing. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I do makeup on the side. And he's like, oh, like you're one of those girls. And I was like, I really don't think I'm one of those girls. Like I think that's a very preconceived idea. And he's like, um, I doubt it. And then I was like, oh, oh have a look then. And he was fully like, oh, shit, Literally. you're not one of those girls. <laughs> I was like, how do you do that? Especially being like backwards. Like because yeah, you're looking so in a mirror. People ask that, but it's actually so easy. That's <laughs> I what know. I said. I was like, you're doing it fucking backwards in a mirror. <laughs> it's insane. Like, I can't even do like a winged eyeliner, let alone like this full-on beautiful like art. Like I'm, I was what just stalking your Instagram the other day, and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> if I showed you a photo of what I started out, <laughs> I you would laugh. Actually, I'll find it later. It is, but funny. um, I've been practicing just normal makeup since I was 14 and I remember this Mm. one this one thing that stuck with me was um 
I used to love and still love her, but she was like my biggest idol, Lauren Curtis. Yeah. I remember I downloaded all her videos and I'd watch them and I just thought she was just the most amazing makeup artist and she was from Perth. Mm. Um, And there was this one look and it was, I think it was like navy and gold or something. And I thought to myself, I'm going to recreate it. So I went home and I was only 14 and I did it and it looked horrible. (laughs) Like I look at it now and I'm like, oh, Jesus. But I went out to my mum and bless her, she doesn't wear any makeup. Up. she's like completely opposite to me and skip mm. the generation <laughs> um but she just was like oh my god where's my little girl gone and she was oh. hyping me up so much and then ever since that day and like I suppose the support she gave me mm. on that day I've just been like this is what I want to do and then yeah decided to just start body painting as well and it's kind of just gone from there like and when I say body paint guys I don't just mean like oh let's make a rainbow no let's make fucking Zombies. Zombies and <laughs> bloody illusions. Oh, her it's illusions insane. are insane. Thank you. It's just, I, I don't know. I never know how to respond. Mm. It's just so normal it's to like, me. Like, <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I get so awkward. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Did you teach yourself? Like, are you self-taught or did you do, like, yeah. courses? Yeah, so I've never done a course. I'm self-taught. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that the makes funny it thing even is more. that growing up, I was always really good at drawing. Mm-hmm. I was really good at the sketching and stuff like that, but I couldn't paint to save my life. I couldn't oh, wow. paint on paper. And now I can, I've tried and it's like, I'm improving, but um, yeah, I just, it's face paints are different to use than the acrylic paints as such. Mm. And a lot easier for sure. Um, but yeah, self-taught and almost started teaching other people, but I turned down yeah, that wow. opportunity because I wasn't wasn't ready for that. Um, that was going to be through Perth Makeup Academy. Wow. Yes, and what so, made you yeah. like want to do it? Like was there like a pivotal moment where you're like, wow, I can like paint like these amazing creations or was it just, you know, like how um, did you get into I, it? So I would, because of where I live, there's not a lot to do after work. And I thought I need something to do. And I remember seeing this um, this artist on Instagram who does the same sort of stuff, but hers is more down the gore side of things, but she was right. absolutely amazing. And she did this gorgeous one. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, I, I have to create that. I saw it and I thought that's exactly what I need to be doing. Like I just, it's just that moment when you're like, yep, that's my thing. Mm. Um and yeah, I just started doing it and I just loved the whole turn yourself into whatever you want and, you know, like it's unlimited with what you can do. Whereas if you are doing art on canvas, like mm-hmm. you, you you can repaint it obviously, but I've got like, I can use, use myself as much as I want. <laughs> I love that. Crazy. Wow. I wish I had that talent. Ugh. Mm. I can't even draw like a stick figure. Like I'm not even joking. <laughs> no, neither. So... <laughs> So with social media then, and I guess with your presence, have you had to deal with like much negativity? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Um, that sucks. Even if we just looked at the spectrum from small things like people I knew through school making comments to other people and it gets back to me or... Um, but uh, I don't down. understand like what... Like it's not as if you're like naked and painting. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't get yeah, what... I think it's just one of those things like... Um, when people put not themselves in out there. Jealousy not in like a, Yeah, mm. yeah. Like um, it's, yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but I guess people just are jealous of what they can't do and of other people's success. I think so. They're it's, just jealous yeah. of people putting themselves out there because really mm. silly, they're just like little insecure people that... Yeah can't 
you know, or won't put themselves out there or pursue what they mm. want. And it's just like yeah. it's it's intimidating because you're so passionate and you're so confident yeah. in what you do yeah. that it's it's intimidating, I feel yeah. like, to some people. Yeah, it's almost I as if they want to – personally, yeah. No, it's like they want to keep you small, like keep you at their level. They don't like it if someone's, yeah, yeah rising above. Yeah, so um, I never really took it personally because I suppose I was just – um, confident within my own skills mm. that I didn't think oh this is a personal attack I kind of turned my thoughts on it to um, this is more from them their own insecurities and then just left it at that and didn't think much on it so that's more of the small smaller scale negativity mm-hmm. and then I've gone to like the extreme of um, I did a <laughs> I did a body paint of this, which was amazing yeah of this um it was like an Indian girl and I just saw this photo on Instagram. It was some art that someone did and I just thought, oh, that's so beautiful. I want to paint mm. it on myself. And then the backlash was just crazy. Instagram is one of those things. It's beautiful and toxic at the same time. Mm-hmm. People will try and start arguments over nothing. They will comment on – they just think their opinion needs to be heard and oh, yeah. it's just crazy. People like to turn – um, small things into something political or uh, I think they I think they talked about they turned it into something saying it was like cultural appropriation or some some term like that and I mm-hmm. got really nasty messages people calling me racist people calling me the c-word like going oh, extreme wow. yeah it was crazy but um yeah, it didn't really affect me too much. You definitely, we just laughed. We're like, yeah. what the fuck are these people doing? Yeah. Like, I just like, kind of laughed mm. at them that they were wasting their time. And it's just, it's sad because a lot of artists do cop that a lot yeah. on Instagram. But lucky there's a thing called the block button. We love <laughs> that. Unsubscribe. <laughs> yep. And I um, am big on removing negative comments. They don't need to That's be there. That's great. End of story. Like, yeah, mm. just not, not like that. Um, but I... I suppose I'm thankful of the childhood I had. I had very stern parents. That's a good way good <laughs> to use. That's a, that's a – Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've got thick skin. You definitely need to have mm. thick skin if you're going to put yourself out there with something like that that could turn nasty easily. Mm. What would your biggest tip be to someone who is looking to, like, express themselves in their, you know, social media or – Anyway, like that, like would it be to just not take it on board and to unsubscribe or is there anything else that you would recommend? Yeah, I think um, something huge if you're wanting to um, kind of stand out is just to be yourself, mm. just do what you love because you're if you are really passionate about something, it'll show through what you're doing 100%. Um, and definitely the other thing is you don't – if it's not going to affect you in five years, don't waste five seconds worrying about it. Like I it doesn't that. matter – if Preach. someone's going to be negative to you, just block them and move on. Like don't don't take mm. it too harsh. Obviously there's something going on on their end and they're just not a very nice person. And yeah. Yeah. No, mm, that's I good love advice. that so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, not to boost your own horn, but like <laughs> you've got a decent amount of followers. So I feel like even for me and Shelbs, like if we lose a few followers – um, after we posted something that we were really passionate or we really thought that that was like an amazing post but then people were like actually that that was shit let's unfollow you know or mm-hmm. um, maybe they were having a declutter of the Instagram like there's so many um, 
scenarios, but like how does the loss of followers or the likes, like the validation, does that affect you at all in any kind of way? It definitely used to, for sure, 100%. I started off Instagram having the mindset that I don't care about that. I didn't do it for that, which was Mm -hmm. like that for a long time. But then it gets to a stage where you start getting noticed and you're like, okay, cool, people are liking what I'm doing. That's Mm -hmm. great. And then you kind of have another purpose of why you're doing it. And then as soon as you start um, losing some followers, you kind of think, oh, like, am I wasting my time? And that's the negativity that needs to stop 100%. Um, People won't always like what you do. You just got to have the mindset you can't please everyone. You can't keep everyone happy. You know, I might have some followers who really like normal makeup looks and then I post a gore one and they're like, oh, no, Mm. I don't like that, none follow. And it's definitely hard to separate validation from things like that because I mean I'd be lying even if I said on my normal Instagram page if I was used to getting say 200 likes on a post and then I got 100 I'd be like oh kind of feel a little shit about Mm -hmm. myself for five seconds it's like that but on a much larger scale you've just kind of got to nip nip the negative thoughts in in the bud it would be hard yeah because Mm. you have such that big reach and all of the likes on your makeup page and then you go to your personal page and upload and it's like oh where's that same scale Mm, so I feel like it would be a bit of a kick in the gut but but then again like it's hard because Mm. it's 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 natural I feel like to have that yeah but it comes down to how you want to perceive the whole situation um I like to have control over things it makes me feel a lot better for example um with my normal page uh I could be one of those people that say yes to everyone who requests to follow me you know, mm. just for more likes and stuff but I'm not going to allow myself to be that person I don't let everyone follow me from my makeup page and things like that and then on my makeup page um with the whole change of the Instagram algorithm having like bot and ghost followers which you just Mm -hmm. get through it's just standard you get them through um using generic hashtags or following big makeup pages it's just program software that just I don't even know how it works but they're not (laughs) real but they're Mm -hmm. not like you didn't go out of your way to get them or anything like that um I went through a while back and just removed like 400 500 and all of a sudden I had like my power back I was like yeah yeah wow I kind of have control over my Instagram page. So I think if Mm. you have that mentality, you're going to be a lot better when it comes to, you know, maybe losing like 100 Mm. followers. You're like, yeah, that's fine. What's your opinion with Instagram removing the number of likes? Do you think it's been beneficial? Yeah, Yeah, 100%. 100%. I I can understand how some people have struggled with it, especially influencers who make money off Instagram. Mm-hmm. but at the same time the mental health side of it has been amazing I mean I'm even seeing people posting more photos just because they can and I know exactly. that's something that would hold them back is the number of likes that they're getting and that it's that it's able to be viewed by other people and then you know just the fear of judgment but I think it's been great in all honesty mm-hmm. yeah I agree I feel like I've seen so many less bikini photos mm-hmm. and yeah. it's more you know, I feel like Instagram is turning into just like an art. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you're sharing what they love. It's yeah. it, it, like your the feed, or I mean, at least the people I'm following, the feed is just yes, it might be a photo of a of a vase or something. But I think you know, if that's what your aesthetic is, or if that's mm-hmm. what your um 
if that's what you want your feet to look like, then fucking go, go at it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like everyone yeah. is yeah. just post because you'd never, like, two years ago, you'd never post a photo of fucking sheets on a bed. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because do what? Think, that- do you think it's put more pressure on gaining followers? That's the only thing that makes me be a little bit, mm, is I think a lot of people, like, people kind of care more about the number at the top now compared to the number of likes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, from like a business point of view Mm -hmm. with, for me, when it comes to working with brands, um, it definitely is something that some brands look at, but brands are getting Mm. better with that. Like, for example, um, one of the biggest brands that I work with, which is Anastasia Beverly Hills, they they have people on the PR list with 400 followers. Like it's getting to the stage where brands are starting to realise that that doesn't matter. And also um, there's a thing called micro... Oh, I forgot what it's mm. called, micro-influencer marketing. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. So macro basically, Yeah, mm. basically the concept is the less followers you have, the lower your followers are, the higher your engagement is. And when you mm. get more followers, your engagement is dropping. That's just mm-hmm. how the algorithm's working. So brands are starting to invest in people who are going to reach a higher percentage of their following. Mm. But that's the thing as well, that the likes, is it's all for external value because – with, I mean, for me, I do some collaborations. I can still get the insights and all of the analytics and the engagement on my Instagram and I can see myself how many likes I have so I can just send that mm. off to a brand. Yeah. Whereas it, it just stops that external factor of, oh, this person's getting 200 likes. Oh, this person's getting 400. This one's getting yeah. 50. Yeah. But if, if Jez and I looked at our own Instagram, if you have like the business page mm-hmm. on your Instagram um you can still see yeah the analytics yeah. of it yeah see that's the number that I'm more prone to look at I'm more likely mm-hmm. to see oh I wonder how many people have saved it because that makes me feel great maybe yeah. I'm inspiring other people rather than oh how many likes did I get because mm, yeah. it really doesn't matter you know how many people could scroll past it and like it in their head but not actually like it on the that's post. so true yeah. so true yeah I love that but so like what's your routine with makeup? Because you said that you work full-time, you've got like over two businesses or whatever and how do you, how the hell do you balance that? Like what kind <laughs> of freaking person? <laughs> it's definitely hard for sure. Um, I think having my organisational routine with to-do lists has helped majorly. Mm. I hate being the type of person to, you know, finish work and spend three hours laying down on my phone I try and stay off my phone as much as I can which is why I'm really bad with replying to comments <laughs> um so my normal routine is I will try and wake up a bit early in the morning to get my you know like small things like cleaning the house and stuff like that done in the morning because I find if I do that after work I'm I'm more slow with it I've, I haven't got a time where I have to get it done by whereas if I do it in the morning I'm like yeah I've got to get to work mm-hmm. before 8 30. And then I spend the afternoon or night doing a paint. And then, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I do it. But it's been interesting. I was very hesitant to even get into a relationship because of how much time I don't have. Mm. But um, my partner has been extremely supportive of me. When he comes over, I like still paint. And he just, <laughs> he loves he loves watching me paint. So oh, that's it's been good. Everything kind of has balanced. One thing that has definitely lacked a little bit, which has become more noticeable in isolation, is I 
have probably not put enough time into seeing friends as much as I would like to. So that's something mm. I'd like to start doing a bit more. Which is why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's it's hard, but I suppose you just prioritise what you want to prioritise. Mm, that's so true. Do you compromise things? Like I know usually when stuff gets busy, people compromise like their sleep. Like are you strict with that sort of thing? Don't even talk about sleep uh, around I know this is going to make me sound like the worst role model. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, no, that's okay. So... During the time where my Instagram page grew quite fast, it was probably um, maybe six months after I started for that whole year and then it's kind of quieted down a little bit in the last six months. So for that whole year, I pushed myself really, really hard. Mm -hmm. It was a bit easier for me to do that because it's something that I love doing so much. But I definitely put it above all else. Um, I put it above my sleep (laughs) physical and probably mental and emotional health which took a while to realize how much of a negative impact it was having on me I was having Mm. more down days where I didn't feel like doing anything and that's kind of when I knew I needed to make a change but I used to it's gonna sound terrible (laughs) because I work from 8 30 till 5 Mm -hmm. I used to work those hours and then get home do some stuff after work like my standard cleaning house and stuff like that and then do a paint and I would I don't even know how this works I think I procrastinated a lot during the paint but I would end up getting to bed at two or three in the morning and then sleep until 7 30 and then do it all over again for the whole week and I was getting an average of maybe four hours of sleep a night and it was just really bad yeah so So how have you you changed like your routine now like do you have a set bedtime or is it yeah. yeah, so I definitely utilise the bedtime feature on alarm clock. That's great oh, for yeah. me. Um, I've tried waking up, like I said, waking up a bit earlier to get all that, those little things done in the morning mm-hmm. and then spending straight after work as soon as I get home doing what I need to do with painting and then I've got a bit of chill time before I actually go to bed, stuff like that. Oh, that's good. Mm. Yeah. Makes a huge difference when you are sleeping like the eight hours or whatever you can get but yeah I can imagine yeah, four hours yeah. I would be like don't even talk to me I'm would be so grumpy I, <laughs> I don't know how you work yeah or function definitely would not recommend it don't mm-hmm. take my advice on doing that <laughs> <laughs> no so what is it do as do as I say not as I do yeah <laughs> that is oh. you in a nutshell I oh. yeah but even like last night because we we were on a pretty big business grind because um mm. me and Jez are very business driven (laughs) we love planning and creating more businesses so we had like a bit of a business grind last night and had like anger songs in the background like fully living our best life and you know you you knew that it was time to finish editing a video and you knew like that that was enough and that you've done enough for the night and you could relax and I feel like if we if we would have been together a few months ago or even a year ago you would have just kept going yeah yeah, 100%. Like with the video I was editing, it was about two hours of footage and I've still got 50 minutes on it, but I just put my laptop down. I was like, nope, that's enough for tonight. Mm. I can get back to it later. Um, even though I'm doing my big challenge at the moment, I'm still okay with pushing days back. Um, you know, you got to listen to yourself first. If your body's telling you, no, it's time for bed, then go to bed. Mm, exactly. Definitely. But I feel like you have such a bigger like self-awareness than you did a few years ago, which is really great oh, to yeah. see because yeah. – even in yourself, like I can tell you're a lot more self-assured. You're very like, no, you know, 
Instagram can wait. I need to put my mental health and my, um, you know, emotional, physical, spiritual, everything first now Mm -hmm. because I have set that foundation of my um, social media. Yeah, and that just comes from a change of my mentality when it came to my Instagram when I first started and when I was doing the hard grind and not sleeping. I was doing 100 days of makeup and I was like, nope, Mm -hmm. got to get one up every single day. But now I'm like, you know what, if I don't put one up for four days, that's fine. That just means I've got to put them up a few in one day like whatever as long as I get mm. the 300 up by the 300 days then I'm happy so that's yeah, wow. just like triggered a question to me so what is your self-worth with social media like did you struggle with your self-worth especially with brands and like your confidence like how how has that been for you in that kind of aspect yeah I mean a little bit at the start when I very first started, no, it was just kind of a hobby that I was doing and it, it still is a hobby, but now it's kind of a business potential Yeah, you hobby. had that hobby mindset, not business mindset. Yeah, mm. yeah. And then once I started to get into it a bit more, I just thought to myself, um, I just kind of pushed myself a bit too hard and I was a bit too hard on myself when it came to having to post consistently and thinking if I don't do this, then, you know, like I'm a failure. Like I had a really negative mindset back, back way way back when (laughs) when I did it and now it's more so you know what it's all about quality over quantity Mm. that's that's all it came down to with my Instagram page is quality over quantity I want to share things that I love doing not things that I just did to get the number up kind of thing yeah amazing I totally agree with that and I've seen how easy it is to lose you know followers and drop in numbers of likes and stuff like that and at the end of the day it doesn't matter it's not it's not real life like you need to have a Mm -hmm. life outside Instagram I still have a full-time job that I need to focus on a relationship friendships it's not the be all and end all definitely but Mm. it's definitely been um really interesting because from my point of view I am in contact with a lot of different artists through Instagram people who do the same stuff as me follow a lot of people who do the same stuff and I've seen so many amazing artists just completely give up on the Instagram page and it's just because they don't know how to separate validation from the amount of followers and likes and yeah in the long run you need to be able to do that to get somewhere Exactly, and I guess that's what's good about you getting a, a management team now so yep. you can kind of be like, okay, this is actually a business. Now yep. I'm going to hire someone to actually deal with that for me so I can do my passion, yep. I can pay and I can do whatever I want, but I don't want to have to be dealing with the business side of things because I need yep. to have that separation. I think if you're going to do something like social media or be on Instagram, you need to have the self-awareness and know when you've done enough that you can do and you need to recruit on help Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what I've done and um, definitely having that skill where you can identify what areas you lack in with skills and asking someone to kind of help in that area is something that's massive that I feel like a lot of people don't do they don't know how to do and that's why they give up on the Instagram is because they don't kind of separate what they know how to do to what they are doing that they should get someone else to do. Yeah, mm, definitely. Because it's like it's like any job. Like one person can't do every single job. Mm-hmm. You need to have a few different people. Only helping. if you're Tash Sultana, you can do everything. <laughs> I don't know how she plays so many instruments. Oh, she plays one But even her, she would be under an agency. She doesn't do all that oh, sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just thought of her like jamming <laughs> in my head with yeah. all of her pedals and shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But so have you done many brand collaborations? (laughs) 
Um, I say that with full knowledge. She's done so many. (laughs) (laughs) I have, yes. I was extremely naive when it came to knowing about paid collaborations. Mm. I still don't understand a lot about brand um, marketing and the budget that they have. I only really thought about it recently that, oh, like they'd have a budget to have influencers and Mm. pay them and stuff. Um, and one thing that I've always been a bit scared to do is to say, yep, like, will this be a paid collaboration? And then them turn around and say no, because that's happened a few times mm. where if you kind of, I've had it in the past where I asked a brand if it was a paid collaboration because it was actually going to be me traveling to Perth to do something. And I oh, thought, wow. yeah, I'd love to, but I think it's one of those things like you need to be at least compensated for the travel you're doing. For yeah, know your worth as well. Yeah, exactly. Yep, know your worth and don't let a brand use you pretty much. And they said no. No, so they or they said no, it wasn't a paid collaboration. So I just turned around. I was like, yeah, sorry, I don't really have the time for it. Mm. If it's not going to um, value you in any way, then don't do it. Definitely. <laughs> well, that's perfect though. Yeah, but I've definitely done quite a lot of brand collaborations. I've only actually done – I get asked this question all the time, whether I get paid on Instagram <laughs> – and because I didn't understand that whole world of being mm. paid on Instagram, I've only done two paid collaborations in my time. But Which is insane. Yeah, but in my head I think you need to kind of set yourself up and do things for free to get somewhere later on in life. It's mm. like an investment, I suppose. And now that I'm taking on um, a management partnership, I, yeah, I think there could be opportunity to do a lot more and turn it into some sort of a business. That's so exciting. I can't wait to see. I'm so excited for you. (laughs) Me too. But, yeah, I mean, you've worked with some big freaking brands, bro. Like, I have. come on, name drop a few. (laughs) Come on, name drop. How many do you want? (laughs) Let's just top five brands you've worked with. All right. She's got a list. Oh, boy. She's got a list. My list. (laughs) I've got in my emails, like, I've separated the groups. So uh, one of my biggest ones, Anastasia Beverly Hills. Um, Oh, there's too many. I don't want to. Oh, there's too many. (laughs) (laughs) Suck a wheelie. (laughs) But there's five. How do you pick five? Uh, Morphe. Oh, wow. Mecca is another Mm. one. Um. Another one should I just say? Mm. Uh, Colourpop is a big one. Elf, Base Halo, Dermalogica, Colourpop, BYS, BPEF, Benefit. So many. Yeah, wow, that's uh, insane. Congrats, yeah. girl. That's amazing. She's so humble over here. And I I'm know. just like, oh my God. Uh, I remember like getting all the Snapchats and I'm just over here dying. <laughs> Fuck off, you're working with these brands. It's insane. <laughs> it's like we're just small country kids. It's interesting the way that it worked because I remember at the start, um, I suppose the longer you're in something like social media, the less exciting things get as time goes on. I, as it sounds bad, but at the start you're like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Mm. And at the end you're like, oh, like, you know, it's just like whatever. It's just another Job. brand but to you. you got to stay grounded. you got to stay mm. humble because, again, like, it's not the be all and end all. It doesn't define you as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also seen um, how much they charge, like their internal cost is for products and it's a lot less than what they sell for 100%. Of course. So I suppose that's another thing that's kind of brought me back down <laughs> to <today. laughs> That's another thing, hey, like just not to be driven by money and all of that kind of stuff. So do you have any advice now that we're kind of getting to the end of the potty? What's like – 
your main pieces of advice for maybe someone that wants to start makeup or any type of business or any hobby that they feel like they're passionate enough to turn into a business? Um, Like what would be your top pieces of advice? Yeah, so one of the big ones would be definitely stay humble because, for example, you look at people like James Charles who gets a lot of backlash. Yes, he's gone Mm. far, but he's had a lot of help to get there. Um, But staying humble for sure, staying grounded. Another one would be not to be money-driven because if you're um, someone who only does things for money, for brands, they're not going to really want to come back to you. You kind of need to, mm. it needs to go both ways. You need to be doing some things out of goodwill. Um, oh gosh, I don't know other pieces of advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's perfect. So how do you like stay humble? <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it comes down to I hope who someone gets that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think everyone will. <laughs> um, I think it comes down to who I've surrounded myself with. Perfect. For sure. Um, another big thing is that Perth doesn't have a lot of, with what I do, there's only probably three of us in WA who have been successful in it. Um, everyone else is kind of over east. So you're not doing like group hangs together and kind of getting big heads, big mm. egos and stuff like that. Like I still hang out with my, I'm doing bunny ears right now, mm. normal friends because it just makes me feel like I'm still normal. Like and I, you are normal. Yeah, you're just a person I, that likes exactly. to do body art. And I feel like that's a big thing and I think people get really caught up in the the number of followers and they're like, oh, my God, and I'm the exact same and I swear everyone's the same. Like if I saw Cardi Cardi Milan walking down the street, I'd bloody fucking faint, Mm -hmm. you know. I'd be like, oh, my God, that's Cardi Milan. And that was the exact same thing when I went to Minesbo. I was like Mm -hmm. low-key fangirling the whole week. But it really made me realise that like Rochelle and Chris, they're just freaking people Mm, like they're just people that are passionate about meditation and they just happen to have like a hundred thousand more plus freaking trillion followers and (laughs) just done the right thing when it came to growing yeah yeah and that week really I mean I learned meditation I learned about myself but I also learned to just start viewing the people who I feel like are inspirations to me as more as people instead Mm. of just like god-like figures Mm, yeah definitely just separating that like it's yeah it's like I feel like people put influences on like pedestals Mm. but they're just people yeah definitely I mean for sure I'll still fangirl but just (laughs) I just act normal bro (laughs) (laughs) exactly is there anything else we want to add I feel like that was pretty much uh topics that we wanted to cover yeah I think that was it I'm like does anyone have any more questions (laughs) (laughs) now forever hold your peace I know it's been so eye-opening like hearing all of like Jez's side of everything you know and yeah thank you so much for coming on like it's been yeah as I said like so inspirational to me I'm just like I want to start taking notes I'm going to listen back to the (laughs) podcast and be like do this and do that go to sleep Yeah, go to go sleep. To sleep. <laughs> Thank you for um, having me. This has actually been my first podcast. It's been good because I've got to do another one. So I'm glad I got to do it. Oh, good. Up, we like, can be your guinea pigs. Maddie and you can and be Maddie. ours. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's been good. And I absolutely love your podcast. Do you have anything else to say? I don't think so. I think we covered everything. I don't really know what else to talk about. Mm. Unless you have any other questions, but yeah, I think that's it. 
Well, oh my should gosh, I chat about first. my oracle card that I pulled? Oh yeah, girlfriend. So this one we're using from the Goddess Guidance Oracle card set by Doreen Virtue, which she's like a, I like showed my mum this set the other day and she's like, she's been around for years, which I didn't even realise. So she has to Doreen. She's a relic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I pulled this card this morning and it's um, so obviously all about goddesses and the goddess that came up was Bast, which is all about independence. So it says, your Which independence is, <laughs> is a foundation for your strength and success. So the message is, like the cat, you're fiercely independent, yet you also need affection and playful companions. Now is the time to balance your social interactions with solitude. While you may ask others for their opinions, ultimately you must take your own decisions. Must make your own decisions. Good chat, Shelf. Oh, me and my mouth is just like dropped to the floor. Because I, I haven't I haven't read this before Shelby's re- I'm I'm this is my reaction as Shelby's reading it. And me and Jez looked at each other because Jez just got two like cats. <gasps> no way. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wow. sorry, continue. Okay, so it says your freedom and independence are at the top of your priority. So ensure that these characteristics are nurtured. And then it says the various meanings of this card. Spend time alone. Give yourself permission to play. Ask for your needs to be met. Make your own decisions. Work with cats. Pay attention to your pet or get a new cat. I don't want a third one. <laughs> I know Maybe my cat would kill my other one. You know. <laughs> and then it just goes into like the goddess, but I thought it was just like pretty relevant all about, like mentioned not needing like other people's opinions. Which yeah. is crazy, and that yeah. relates to me because I, yeah, wow. And it says like I balance, if that relates. balance your social interactions with solitude, which is like kind of what we're all doing at the moment anyway in isolation. That's crazy. I, I think that will relate. I feel like my intuition is saying that that is going to relate to a lot of people. Mm, I think so. Yeah. Just a little short one today. I like her explanations. They're super short. Just get bang, bang, bang it to the point. Beautiful. All okay. right. Send us off, Shelf. I don't want to say goodbye. I want to <laughs> keep going. I'm like, think of some more questions. No. How'd you get your hair to be so long? Oh my god. What a question. It's, yeah, I think last time I measured it, it was like 75 centimetres long. Oh, wow. Hers yeah, is so long. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I was just, wait, am I actually meant to ask? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, let's send it off. That's no more rambling. Three, two, one, shoot off. Is that me? Am I doing the outro? <laughs> oh, I, 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 that was my rocket. But, oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. See, it's always the start and the end. We just go weird. We get awkward. It's like, how do we say hello? How do we say goodbye? <laughs> but no. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Honestly, it's been so beautiful to meet someone like so gorgeous and obviously your outlook on life and everything that you preach is so aligned with Maddie and I's and like the EV look and everything that we're into. So thank you for being our first yes. guest. Thank, Thank you, you for, for coming on. The jinx, <laughs> bounce off the room, chainsaw, buy me a coat. And now I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, God. This is it.
Have a good day, everyone, and we will see you for the next episode. Bye. Alrighty, so that is the end of our podcast for today. So thank you so much for joining our Divine Discussions. Now, if you want to become a part of our EV fam, please head to at Elan Vitale Podcast on Insta or Facebook. And just as an FYI, we have a new episode releasing every Thursday. All right, peace out. <laughs>